good to geek out. Let's go. <laughs> hey, uh, the final episode, episode six of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What a climax. Um, this uh, this series delivered uh, everything I was hoping for. If you watched our uh, lead up to it and more. Um, excited to talk about it with my friends here and see what they have to say. Um, as we closed out the very last episode, the meeting uh, in the GRC about to take the vote on what to do with the refugees, the resettlements, and cut the lights. Uh, so dramatic, Editor San Antonio. Happy to be here talking about One World, One People, Episode 6. One World, One People, Jay... Bring the night, bring the new warriors back in 2021 here from LA, California. Take it away, Boba Fresh. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Seriously. Well, we we en enter with our with our actually three heroes at this point in time. Uh, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, in the new Captain America. Uh, outfit boom introduction fucking beautiful can i say how beautiful of an introduction that was because the last thing like you were saying we see is the suitcase open up and they wasted no time they wasted no time getting us to the action and what we wanted to see oh my god i i, I was blown away with his entrance and i reflexively wanted to not like his suit i was like let me find something about this suit i don't like and i was like god damn it it's a good <laughs> suit man i i will agree i did the same thing and i agree I, my thing was it's a little puffy on the shoulders that's all that's all i got it's amazing it's beautiful it's a little puffy on the shoulders uh what'd you what'd you think about the suit jay the introduction oh. of the the new sam wilson captain america i was amazed they did it just like the comic book. I was like, man, am I watching the comic book? Here? I'm like, ooh, okay. It brought me back. I'm like, Civil War, Captain America, Sam Wilson is in effect. It almost, it almost brought tears to my eyes. I was like, man, this is cool. I'm loving it. Especially the part where he said, when he come in, he was like, wait, who are you? Uh, are you Captain Falcon? I'm like, I'm Captain America. Oh, I thought he was on the moon. He's like, man, get that shit straight, man. Get it right. I'm Captain America. I, I felt that. I'm like, yeah, I'm Captain America. Yeah, no, that 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 like that intro. That was the cap for the intro. Was him saying that, and he did all the like all the emotion that had been building up since the moment he crashed through that window gets released right when he says that. It's like a endorphin rush. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I want to talk about the symbolism of him breaking through the glass ceiling as it were he could have done his entrance anyway but he broke through shattered through expectations to do a service to other people to save other people and he's bathed in red light like this you know like either and this we didn't talk about the angel wings getting ripped off last time but the heavy christian iconog uh, iconography throughout this entire episode is rife yeah. and um him being in hell with the red light is what i ended up going to 
what I've learned watching this series is you always know when Batroc the Leaper appears because someone gets a double hoof kick to their chest, and that's the opening move. You guys, uh, GSP, I like GSP as a fighter, but he fights really good at this. He, he does like some some uh, beautiful choreography, I, I guess it is. Also, yeah, no, I, I agree. World it goes back to what I was saying. Um, there was an article, and I, I and I said this in the last episode that he needs to start winning some fights. And you know, it went back to episode one. I was like, "Oh, come on, man! You got the new suit, man! Don't let this dude work you in the new suit. Come on, you're Captain America now. You got to start living up to this now. You ain't the Falcon no more. You can't fight like a sidekick. You got to fight like a captain." Yeah, um, the the the, uh, the GRCs getting um, evacuated, uh, and then you you find out very quickly. Uh, besides Batrock, there's there's um uh, Flag Smasher agents. Mixed in with the guards, you don't know who's a good guy, you don't know who's a bad guy. Um, you know, cut to the bottom floor. Uh, Bucky gets distracted, he's got one job to do, gets distracted. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Sharon Carter being all super slick puts those mercury bombs on that dude. <laughs> oh, that was sweet, <laughs> dude. Uh, um, during that, before we leave, like the fighting scenes, the Batrock scene, um, when. Sam uses what's basically the charging star from the Marvel superheroes fighting game that Captain America used to do and be like charging star and he'd come <laughs> really fast with the shield. He does that with the jetpack on Batrock. Oh yeah. So yeah, you thought that awesome. too. So oh, you yeah. thought that too. I was like, oh, oh, he just didn't have the after images and doing that. But yeah, that was cool. No, that's that what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, when he did it with the jetpack. Also, while this is going on, um, Carly's oh, kind of talking, right, to the to the other Flag Smashers, and this, they're obviously starting to see that she's uh, crossing the line for them mm-hmm. personally. And you know, the name of the episode is what uh, "One World, One People." So she does mm-hmm. the, the the salute, and they don't want to respond at first because like, obviously, uh, she's obviously oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're so deep into it, they kind of got to follow her now. Yeah. And again, I think that that has some parallels to what's going on um, in the sense of like, well, when you're just so far gone, like even when you don't believe it, you're already this far. Like, how do you turn around? How do you go back? But this was the first time because um, I've really liked Carly as a character. But in that speech is the first time that I really felt Jay where her charisma was lacking. Like she just didn't win me over. Like I get it that she was supposed to be winning them over. But in the same sense, like, you know, like John Walker last episode, like we have the sympathetic moment with him. We're like, okay, like I get it. Like she doesn't make a convincing argument for me to be like, I fuck yeah, you gotta do it, right? Like she just doesn't stick the landing even though the argument's solid. Yeah, I think it was episode four where she's like, yeah, we gotta do this. This is the only language that they understand. And then the other guy is like, okay, so we, got a couple people killed and now they're like oh we're about to kill like like dozens if not more people and they're like eh but also you know you were talking about you know today's political climate or you know it it, you know following her character arc throughout the series it's somebody who's getting more and more radicalized and then you can see that with the grc too they're like and you know we'll get to this later in the episode but it's either my way or the highway it's like you know these people are are they're not meeting anywhere in the middle um, and, yeah, that, 
when it becomes a dictatorship. See, I felt her character arc up until episode, what was that, four, where Sam was actually talking to her, and he started to get through to her. That's the thing about Sam. He can talk you. He's very logical where he can talk you down. Well, not even talk you down, but put some logic into it. And she was starting, and he was like, okay, well, fine. If I do what you say, this is going to be cool until, you know, John came in and messed it up. And I think at that point right there, that was when she started to be like dictatorship. It's my way or the highway. When she starts doing that, it makes me think of that that term uh, from uh, Machiavelli. Absolute power tends to corrupt. Absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And But then uh, you bring up John Walker walking in and messing shit up. So this is the part where John Walker walks in. Oh, and then he shows up. Unexpectedly. And <laughs> at first, it looks like he is fucking shit up. But I think and, and I, if, there's a, if there's a point of contention I have with the episode, it's that we don't really get to see John Walker's uh, moment of resolution from where he was to where he is now because he seems to be a lot more uh, mentally balanced, shall we say? Beyond obviously I think he's, still I think grieving. He's, well, that that I think that's towards the end of the episode. He is pure rage right now. He's going to get revenge for for Hopkins. That is his goal. You know, they're they're having their fight. You know, Falcon, um, Sharon. They're they're fighting down there. You know, by the construction zone. Maybe getting the upper hand, and then John Walker shows up, and she looks over and she's like, "Oh, fuck! <laughs> now I got to deal with this guy too." Oh, you that's know, what you, I mean. I don't. I don't think he came in and he fucked it up like he did in episode uh, four, like like Jay just talked about. He came in when he charged in and he messed up uh, Carly and Falcon talking. It ruined everything. Like they had to rebuild back from there. This time, I think he came in and caused enough of a confusion, or at least some sort of uh, dilemma for them to have to deal with. Well, they kind of all well, win because of that. You know, he, he, he turns the battle, you know, he turns the fight to, you know, and, and they start getting the upper hand. But then you see his moment of truth is he has the opportunity to take her out or to save the people in the van. Yeah. And, 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 and you they, they pause on him for several seconds as he's contemplating this. And that's where he makes the change. He's like he gotcha. has every like she's she's dead if he wants to go kill her at that moment in time. Instead, he goes and he, and he saves the van and he saves the people in the van or does his best to do that. So John Walker's entrance was baller. Yes. And yeah. like I had said before, with Sam Wilson breaking through the window as the symbolism and all of these things are going on, John Walker walks in with the city behind him. America has his back. So visually, you see John Walker walking in. New York has his back. He's coming in, uh, but it's all horns and honking and, and craziness. Uh, Falcon comes in. Uh, we have the amazing uh, helicopter fight happening simultaneous. Mm-hmm. We have the return of fucking Red Wing, which was dope as hell. <laughs> the the face call out. The uh, can we find anyone there who knows how to fly? Like you know, like the entire sequence. Was, was just, you know, a great super, super spy story. And when the guy finally gets, boom, he repeats the f- thing that he did in the first movie, uh, the first movie. He did, repeats the thing that he did in the first episode of flying through the helicopter, but instead of getting the hostage and saving the guy, he takes out the pilot. Homegirl comes in. So they're doing this like awesome repeat of the, the intro. Boom, he lands on the bridge. Uh, the wings deflect Ooh. a 
helicopter exploding mm -hmm. falling and he gets up and again we have this we, ha we have this symbolism of the cities behind him new york is behind him america is behind him but they're not honking horns and, and, and frustrated now. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's out of their car. And they're like, this shit is dope. Look at motherfucking Captain America. I'm going to be late for work, but I don't care. <laughs> then you return back to the construction site. And there's the heaviest handed, but yet beautiful symbolism of a world that is working to be rebuilt. You have the leaders trapped inside by themselves, not able to look at anyone else but refusing to be able to help themselves dangling off of the, per, uh, the precipice by by the danger of this terrorist going on and you have the people below you have bucky and uh, the other people the underling like the ground people the foot soldiers below but up top you have carly and you have you have captain uh you have well excuse, you, know, you have walker you have uh, all of this stuff going on and then that goes to Lucy's point of Walker's assessment and that's I thought was a beautiful symbolism was Captain America even when raged even when given the worst thing America will do the right thing and so there was a beautiful symbolism in there like it's not about how much power you have it's how you use it and do you use it to go kill someone because you're fucking pissed at them or do you use that power to help people and he makes that saving grace. And it's the difference between him using his shield as a weapon and him using his shield as a tool and a defensive device like Steve always did. I'll say what I got kind of off that as well, just kind of piggybacking off that, is that when uh, John tries to save them, but he can't, obviously he's busy, but then uh, Sam does. I got the metaphor of, uh, it's not going to be a Superman that's going to save us. It's going to be a normal man that saves us. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That, no, no, that scene where you had, yes, it was the confirming of his character development. I was going to say it was the, 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 the confirmation of John Walker's character development, where at one point you see the rage coming out and he's just like, he's raised. The so PTSD is like, man, I'm going to kill you. But then he looks at himself, he looks at it, and he's like, okay, do I go after Carly, or do I go save these people? Do I get revenge, or do I do the right thing? And with all that he's went through, he chose to do the right thing. He chose to save the people, and I was like, well, see, he's still got that hero mentality. He may not do the things the right way, but he's still, he's still for the people, and that's when I say his confirmation as an anti-hero yeah, that that was confirmation right there. Um, to 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 Robert's point, uh, the Strader, um, look, like it goes back into saying again. I think he stepped into his role. Um, he graciously stepped into his role in the Captain America because if Captain America was one thing, he knew how to reason with the government. You know, and he don't even have the super soldier serum. He said, "Like, hey, you think I don't understand what it's like to be?" You don't think I don't understand? I'm a black man wearing the stars and stripes. No blonde, no blonde hair, no blue eyes or anything. I know it's hard, you know, but I want you to understand how hard it is for people. We got to start stepping up. And it wasn't what he was saying. It was the way he was saying it. And that's what got to me right there. I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, he's doing what Steve is doing, but he's doing it just a little bit better. You don't have I a super agree. soldier, Sam. I agree on that, and that shows that Sam's the modern Captain America. Getting into that symbolism, Bucky saves them from the fire, literally pulling them from hell. He's pulling them from the jaws of hell. And then we get the most ham-fisted of religious symbols of Sam coming down like the angel and then literally laying uh, her down in the uh, the uh, Pieta uh, Michelangelo, uh, uh, you know, dead statue thing. But a cool nod to Supergirl, Crisis of Infinite Earths, uh, Superman carrying her. I kind of saw that iconography in there also. Um, but yeah, that was the most like, Oh, by the way, it's like reading uh, Chronicles of Narnia and being like, is this about Jesus? That's funny. I was going to say, I was going to mention C.S. Lewis. Um, it's also, well, but you forget to mention who he's carrying down, who's Carly and how Carly ends up dying. We get the big reveal who the power broker is. Who is it? Wait, wait, wait. I want to say something. I want to get to Jay's point right here. I think Sam Wilson's monologue might have been like the best like three minute monologue or four minute monologue in all of Marvel to, to date. I mean, he laid it all out. Like, Hey, I know there's going to be a million people in America that hate me because I'm wearing, because I'm, you know, like you're saying, like I'm, I'm a black captain America. I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to play to, you know, this is my moral conviction. And, and you like, if you guys aren't fixing anything, if you vote to, to isolate these folks, you're just making more Carly's. You know, you have to ask yourself why, why they're doing the things that they're doing. If you're not asking yourself those questions, you're just, you're just being dictators. Yeah. I don't, you know, what about the people that came back and their houses are gone? I don't know the answers to that question. There's no easy answers. You know, you know, is it right for them to stay there? I don't know the answers to that question either, but we can't just be these elite people in the room making decisions for those people out there and expect everybody to fall in line because it's not gonna happen. Um, Lucy, to your point about this is the best monologue because this monologue is about helping people. This is in reflection of what Sam had said to Bucky about are you uh, avenging or are you being of service? And so this is like Sam is being proactive. Up until this point, the Avengers have had good speeches but they've always been reactive they all, they've always been cops who've shown up woo, 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 woo. they've never been the people who have they've never been the social planners they've never been the people who say well okay well how do we make this not happen next time and sam has the best monologue because he's the only monologue that gives hope and speech and coming from a black man in america wearing the stars and stripes in today's climate is like like i thought wandavision was high art this took fucking Fast and the Furious and it stuffed Malcolm X in the driver's seat. Like, fucking beautiful shit. So, so this oh, is, yeah. this, the, 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 uh, it's, it's hilarious because I was thinking about it. It's like the sixth sense. Like when she comes out and you find like she's revealed as the power broker, you're like, how didn't, I, how didn't we see this all the way through the entire show? Like she snipes, she snipes the, like her, the underling. You know, why did she snipe the underling? Was it to help out Sam or was it to take out a rival? Oh, that's okay. So how did she know where the lab was? Like, how did she like how how did she know? And you're like, oh, of course, because she's the power broker. Um, 
uh, Walker and Bucky walking away, joking, was a nice way to kind of solidify John Walker being accepted into the fold. And then I think there's also a scene when um, Cap walks by him and gives him a head nod and he, he knowingly gives him the, a head the nod. The post credit scene is him accepting the role as U.S. agent from uh, Valentina yeah. as well, if you make it through the post credits. And, you know, I think, you know, it, it's kind of interesting, like if he had a chance to self-reflect or see him, yeah, see himself in a third person, like watching the video of him, maybe murking that guy. Like if you if you ever see yourself like on videotape or something, you're like, oh, is that me? Did I do that? Or like you hear yourself on a recording is like, is that how I really sound to other people? <laughs> you oh, know, or, but isn't that also yeah. part of being the soldier still? You just keep moving along and you never reflect until yeah, and i think he's had time to re- he's he's had a little bit of time to reflect or it seems that way but now you know are they going to turn him into like the punisher with you know superpowers probably super strength and stuff um so what i thought was dope uh we have the wind down scene so our montages get paid off with bucky coming in with the cake and everyone's in louisiana and they're just looking out to the gulf and it was it was beautiful like it would it made me be like this is why people love America. Like, like it's hard being black in Louisiana, but not out there on the ocean. That's you in the ocean. Like, you know, like there's a freedom there and they just kind of hit up this Americana with, you know, these two, you know, this black and white buddy cop, you know, like this is like the best fucking buddy cop movie. And yeah, but then on the other side of that, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky going to talk to. Oh yeah. Like hey, hey, making amends. That was is making amends, actually apologizing and owning up for what you did or getting revenge. Is it making amends or getting revenge? Yeah. And, and he comes uh, to the conclusion with Sam's guidance and the, and the, um, oh, giving the, giving the book back to the, uh, the psychiatrist. <laughs> a nice little move there. Uh, can we talk about that? Put that in a museum. Like uh, it belongs in a museum. That is Captain America's notebook that he had, like, like I'm, I'm sorry, like, I appreciate her and I appreciate the symbolism, but I was like, you need to give that to the goddamn First Avenger Museum that, that they're hanging out in, which we also have to talk about before we just get to the end. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because they, 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 Isaiah Bradley is now an official part of that record. Exactly, and I thought that, that was beautiful. You, know, you just jumped to the USA real quick. I just want to make sure that we covered that ground. Um, and so we have Sam returning back to Baltimore after, like, when Sam is giving his speech and, okay, like, this might get me emotional. So when Sam's giving his speech and Bradley is watching it on the TV with his grandson and he's proud, I'm about to graduate uh, in a couple of weeks from uh, college. I'm going to get my bachelor's degree, which is something my dad has always wanted me to get and like I mentioned before my dad has passed away so it just made me feel like a lot of connection with like this sense of generational pride of like every generation of black men has worked so hard to make it better for the next generation and they really encapsulate it with that especially when Sam goes back and like I said about him uh, Bradley's just moving the tree whatsoever and the young black kid right over his shoulder seeing how this interaction goes like you know like they just did this beautiful you know, like family uh, thing that just really, really resonated with me. And I'm not going to lie to you. I fucking cried. Sorry. What'd you think? Um, I was going to say that, you know, the museum part that really got to me. 
that was more like, well, you know where I'm coming from with this, Rob. Okay, so check this. You know when you see a, a elderly black person, it's like you give him respect. He's like, hey man, I respect you, OG. I respect everything that you've ever done. And he, Sam, did that. I was like, this is so they'll never forget you. They'll they'll never forget what you've done. Now we're gonna make this part of history. And you know, from that to the hug, and you know, you, you know, you got that that old black man. He's like, man, damn, you don't never let up, do you? But Sam giving him so much respect, he's like, I got to put this history out there, and I got to make sure that everybody knows what you've done. And I think he understands that. It was just like, man, it's like a legacy passed on. It was Don't beautiful. It was beautiful. And like the picture of the veteran of the all-black battalion, so just addressing the, the, the pre-desegregation of the military that, that simply existed, like and going to that idea of like, I'm willing to go and fight and die for this. I love this country so much. It's not just about a GI Bill. I love this country so much. I will go and fight and die for it, for my family back home. But I still am a second class citizen. I still can't be integrated into the society. So I thought that that just really hit. So uh, to Lucy's point, um, so they're back in the Senator's chamber with the Countess and US agent comes out after having his, you know, scared fashion moment, like, you know, like, and they do a beautiful job with that chemistry there. Uh, Zemo's butler blows up the super soldiers. And that was so great because homeboy just comes in, he's like one world, one people. And they just do a great shot of like the, like the, the gates closing. And you can just see the Asian guy that's been very uh, trepidatious about the entire Carly thing the whole time. He's like looking at her like, yeah. Uh, looking at the dudes like yeah and then that shit explodes and i was like what happened and then you see that and then they go and they cut and brule is an amazing actor because this dude is just sitting in a cell and he just looks like he just gives like this evil smile when he hears it on the radio and i was like this fool is acting as he isn't saying a word and he is conveying so much it was so fucking dope uh really really beautiful but then U.S. agent emerges. Oh, yeah, Contessa's all, did I do it? I don't know. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. But maybe oh, I, I did. Like that, like that back and forth was, right, was beautiful. Uh, I think this is, uh, well, it's because it's the most recent, but I, probably my favorite uh, uh, Disney Marvel series to date right now. I, I, I guess it's just number two. <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to be hard to top this one. Uh, they did drop some um, uh, some hints, maybe maybe some Doctor Doom with uh, Latvia, maybe some, uh, some maybe you know seeding some mutant uh, uh, um, uh, foreshadowing. Uh, but you know, besides that, uh, I'm I'm happy to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. What a what a great six episodes packed a lot in. Uh, looking forward to more. Um, and speaking of more, uh, Loki seems to be uh, in the pipeline in about a month and a half. So we'll see. We're, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, five out of five stars on my, on my end. Love to hear what uh, some of our viewers have to uh, say about this, whether they agree or disagree with us. Um, Rob Lucy signing out. Phoenix, Oregon. I couldn't agree with you more. It's a great series, Rob. I, I think that they 
tied it from beginning to end with a nice bow. Everything kind of connects. And not only that, but it sets up a lot of future things that'll probably be handled in the movies. And it was uh, enjoyable from beginning to end. I've heard a little bit online about people not liking it or thinking it was not a good finale. Um, I am in Texas. There's a little political uh, heavy handedness in this. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but uh, I've just noticed that and I think it's bullshit. It's nice to talk to people, other people that all agree. And I saw you shake your head when I said that. Perfect. Because that's how I felt when people are like, what are you bitching about? And I think it was like his costume. I don't know, whatever. Speaking of the costume, uh, I wanted to bring that up and I forgot to. White is uh, innocence, faith, and purity. If you look at John Walker's suit, very little white. Look at uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America suit. It's white from the heart up to his face. Editor, San Antonio, sign out. Editor, that just shows how conditioned you are by the man to be indoctrinated to believe that white is the purity symbol. I am so disappointed in you, my brother. I thought a black and brown brothers was going to go down. We were going to go down to City Hall and we were going to strike. But they were hiring that day. Bean brothers. pie, my brother. <laughs> um, beautiful fucking episode. So, sorry, three, two, one. Uh, beautiful episode. Uh, beautiful series. Uh, they pulled off commentary, political commentary. They snuck in some religious stuff that didn't bother me uh casting again the key to marvel is the casting and the chemistry that comes off and this just happened to be because these two toured uh promoting movies well together and they just had fun and so like that ability to like take it would be like if they made us a group of the fantastic you know maybe the unknown challengers and uh and just put us out there. So I, I just think that was dope. And um, and I and I fucking I was already teary, like I said, when when the Bradley thing had happened. So when you finish up the finish up, and they hit you with the boom, 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 Captain America and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, I'm out. I will say this. I thought one division was good, but this really took me. This really took my soul. Like this, 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 this series was from the character development, great character development on all three people as far as Bucky, um, Sam Wilson, and 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 even John Walker. Um, the the inclusion of Isaiah Bradley, the Black Captain America, that caught me by surprise. I did not think they were going to add that. Um, in the finale to the finale, the costume that Sam Wilson, obviously he wore in the comic book, um, U.S. agent, um, they perfectly done. The only thing I can say that surprised me in this series was the Isaiah Bradley thing. Um, Power Broker, I saw that kind of coming. Um, Baron Zemo, yeah. Um, also, also, I'm more hyped because of this. There's going to be a Captain America 4. And I'm hearing this is going to be Captain America. Or I hope this happens. This movie is going to be with Sam Wilson. So I've been wanting this to be a movie. But after listening to you guys, it's a series. And so glad it was a series. And, you know, they covered the actual real life boundaries on it, the RL boundaries. So 
I'm more hyped for Captain America 4. Um, Jay, still a Mike Thrasher, but much respect to Captain America from L.A., California. Nice. Uh, did 